See ya! It's another episode in the Itsy Bitsy series of the Hungarian Living Podcast. This time, we are focusing on learning Hungarian. Well, hello! Welcome to the Hungarian Living Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Sabovas. Our goal is to discover, celebrate, and share Hungarian heritage and encourage you to do it too. We'll touch on food, travel, history, music, language, genealogy, and share stories from our guests. We're glad you're here. This is a podcast where we'll explore Hungarian heritage in a variety of ways. We'll introduce you to some fun people and organizations who love their Hungarian heritage and share some great resources with you so you can get connected to your Hungarian heritage in a deeper way. So whether you know a little or a lot about being Hungarian, this is the place to be. Hey there, this is part four of the Itzipitzi edition of the Hungarian Living Podcast on getting started with Hungarian. So let me tell you. I have all kinds of resources for learning Hungarian in my office. I have some oldies like Irka Firka. I have curriculums from Debrecen and Page. I have a book and audio recordings from the Foreign Service Institute and Pimsler. Did I mention Complete Hungarian? Teach Yourself Hungarian? Hungarian the Easy Way? <laughs> well, okay. That title cracks me up. Is there really an easy way to learn Hungarian as an adult? But really, it isn't a bad resource. I just think it's a funny title. I have resources by Berlitz and Hippocrene, and I have some Brainiac games for various ages, and I have to mention, say it in Hungarian, just enough Hungarian, the Hungarian Picture Dictionary, the Hungarian Bible for Children, and countless dictionaries of all sizes. Cassette tapes? I got them. CDs, MP3 files, online links to programs. Believe me, I have them all. So let me just say that having resources is not my problem. I inherited about 75% of the resources I have from my mom and the rest I have collected over the last 15 years or so. My mom knew how to speak, read, and write in Hungarian. She was an educator. And we caught a lot of Hungarian through the years. But she knew that it takes a special skill and or training and a lot of patience to fully teach the Hungarian language. She also knew that there were so many people struggling to learn it. She knew people could speak it, but not know how to read it. And I have all sorts of projects she was collecting and working on as she was trying to figure out how to solve this problem. Just because someone can speak and read and write in Hungarian doesn't mean they can teach it. For example, I speak English pretty well, but I am absolutely not an English teacher. In fact, I have learned quite a bit about the English language from my Hungarian instructors. Let's just say English grammar wasn't my jam. There is something special about a person who understands and can explain things at my level. Not every trained teacher is a good one, and you don't have to be a trained teacher to be an effective one. So back to resources. I have enough resources. Having a few different ones is helpful because not every resource covers everything. Sometimes there is a concept that needs to be approached from a couple of different perspectives. There is no one curriculum or resource that does it all. And just to clear up the air about a rumor, Rosetta Stone does not offer Hungarian. In addition to a few resources, I personally need two things. I need accountability. I need that steady appointment with another person. I benefit from assignments, although I must confess, I don't always do them. And even though I am most often a visual learner, I need the Hungarian language in my ear in addition to being able to see the words and play with the letters. But I also need a little skin in the game. It is worth it for me to pay out a little money because I know I will show up, even if I am not in the mood. 
and a laborer is worthy of his hire. If someone is going to take time out of their day for me, I need to be there and not waste their precious time. And I should be willing to pay them for their time. What resources do you have hanging around? Drag them out and dust them off. How can they be useful to you in your desire to study in Hungarian? Let's figure it out. I know they can be useful. You just need to use them. But don't discount that regular weekly appointment with a small group as a part of your plan. The accountability and friendship might be just what you need to get you motivated. And if you need some resources, we have a few. There is a link in the show notes. Our small group online classes are starting soon. There's a link in the show notes for that too. Thanks for thinking through all this and laughing along with my resource list. I know you laughed and it's perfectly okay. It makes me laugh too. We'll catch you next time. Do you want to learn the Hungarian language, Hungarian history, or learn how to research the Hungarian side of your family? We've got you covered. Check out all our learning opportunities as well as meaningful books and gifts at thehungarianstore.com. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the Hungarian Living Podcast, please share it with someone you know who loves their Hungarian heritage. If you own a business and would like to talk about sponsoring an episode of the podcast, please contact us at podcast at hungarianliving.com for more information. Special thanks to Stephen Chichek and the Animal Cannibals for the show music. Check out our show notes for links to resources mentioned in this episode. If you have a question or comment, we'd love to hear from you. We'll catch you next time.